for Dynamic Deputies. Hello and welcome to the Dynamic Deputies podcast run by two deputy heads living on opposite sides of the country. This is one of those episodes where I'm on my own. This is Russell just having a little ramble to microphone on a Sunday afternoon. Uh, Last time I did this was the highs and lows of teaching episode and I think at that time that felt probably like a bit of a, a somber episode listeners or regular listeners now know that that was kind of post Ofsted for me a tricky Ofsted which I've now spoken about in greater lengths on a recent podcast but this one isn't somber I'm not I'm not in a low place or a difficult place but I just thought a little bit of reflection on where I find myself and where I see many colleagues both in my own school and kind of online through all our uh, networks our social media just some of the the vibes I'm picking up on from people all around the world of education right now. Now, something that's always fascinated me in this world of education is uh, the ups and downs, really, and the the kind of roller coaster, to use a very much overused uh, expression, of our kind of moods across the year. Just my reflection, this is a personal one, but I'd be interested if this chimes with many of you, is you get near the end of summer, and hopefully you kind of feel energized even if summer hasn't been perfect you've kind of had a really good rest you've had loads of sleep and you kind of find a new uh, reserve of energy you've perhaps looked after yourself had lots of vitamin d and sleep and you kind of go back into school on that first day maybe for an inset and you almost find it hard to imagine how you can get so absorbed into the world of school how your work-life balance can be so negative Uh, later in the year how you can get so down about things because you're in such a buoyant kind of frame of mind and then within about 48 hours of being back you start to remember why you have an enormous to-do list whether you're a teacher or a leader you perhaps have targets to hit in your curriculum area or class or or leadership area and you start to just it starts to really dawn on you quite quickly how full on the the profession you work in is But you crack on and perhaps your energy levels remain quite high and perhaps you overdo it in the first week or two. um, Sort of forget how quickly you will tire out. By October half term, you're already like really exhausted and struggling. And then by this time of year, and I'm recording this late November, the dark nights have set in, the dark mornings have set in, you're barely seeing sunlight and your perspective on the world and the, the school life becomes quite marred by I can only describe as red lenses or red specks and this is an expression me and some colleagues use to kind of denote those changes in mood we have and this comes from uh, Liz Scott and Stu Newbury who regular listeners will um, remember from podcasts about well-being and they use these red lenses and green lenses as a nice metaphor for how our perspective of the world can look really different depending on our mood or our thinking in any given moment. So when I'm in kind of green thinking, uh, perhaps I get clarity, I can see things for what they are. My mood might go up and down, but I'm kind of not absorbed into it. But when I've got my red lenses on, you know, everything looks difficult, everything looks challenging. And let's face it, we all flit in and out of red and green thinking every day, moment to moment. Sometimes within seconds, we can go from one mode to the the next depending on stresses and factors that are are influencing us and i've never stopped finding that fascinating how we roller coaster throughout the year how our perspectives on our job change you know i go from i don't know thinking it's the best career in the world 
to thinking, why on earth do I do this and I want to quit on a fairly routine basis? And, you know, other things affect that, don't they? Other factors affect that perspective sometimes, uh, situational things, people and uh, the personal challenges we've got going on. And let's not forget that for us as teachers, educators, we're human. We've got our lives outside of school as well, which have a huge influence on uh, how we see the world from moment to moment. So one of the reasons I thought I'd record this podcast is just to remind everyone listening that it's okay if you are in red thinking at the moment, a lot of the time, and if if the world looks more difficult and challenging than normal, because your feelings are very much real and they're very much understandable. And I'd never dismiss that because when you're in that dark and difficult place, life's really, really hard. So I'm sort of reaching out and saying, you're not alone and I understand it and Steve understands it and all the other listeners listening understand it. It's a challenging profession to be in. The world's not easy right now and it's okay if your your moods have been quite low for a while. And I used to think that low moods were a sign of poor mental health and that's something I've really changed my view of over the years. I used to think that being low or sad or anxious was a sign that my mental health was suffering. And I've realized now that actually it can be a sign that my mental health is doing its job just just bang on, really, in the same way that, um, let's say, I'm at football and I have an injury and I get a soreness in my ankle, that pain or that um, ache is a helpful sign of where I'm at physically. It's not a sign that there's something wrong with me. It's actually a sign I'm working really normally. Um, Actually, what would be worrying is if I injured my ankle and my body didn't send me that signal that I was in pain. Uh, Otherwise, I would carry on as I was and I'd injure it further. And how that links to our mental health is actually these, these symptoms of anxiety or sadness or frustration are often very healthy responses to difficult stuff. So if you're in a school like mine and you're you know trying to improve standards and you've got you've just had an ri inspection and you've got 18 months to try and correct it do you know what it's pretty normal i think to feel quite stressed about that sometimes and to feel you know a bit overwhelmed by that at times and the the challenges associated with that it's not a sign that my mental health is wrong that i'm i'm a bit anxious about that and that does feel a bit overwhelming at times and it's the same for all you listening if you've got a lot going on right now and you're feeling a bit overwhelmed or anxious that's okay For me, where it tips into being a problem is where I continually ignore those signs that I'm feeling a bit wobbly or I layer up those uh, emotions with additional unnecessary emotions such as feeling guilty for feeling anxious or feeling ashamed or feeling angry. Um, We we do this sometimes innocently when we're trying to fight an emotion rather than just embrace it for what it is and, and see it as a sign that perhaps we need to care about ourselves a little bit more, make time for our friends or family, our health. So uh, I just thought I'd share that reflection because I think it's it's easy to feel very alone when you're having those tricky times and think that there's something wrong with you for feeling a bit overwhelmed and it's absolutely not. And that brings me to another point about kind of mental health and well-being is I used to interpret well-being as this up and down of my mood. So if I'm feeling good and buoyant, my well-being must be great. And if I'm feeling down, my well-being is is failing. It's not doing its job. Where, as I've just explained, my mood naturally fluctuates. And that's part of the human experience. We sign up for that when we're born. We go up and down moment to moment, 
second to second, day to day, and that's just part of the deal. However, I do feel and have come to the conclusion that there is a part of me that is much deeper than that, much deeper than my mood or my feelings. And I don't really know how to describe it. It's a a kind of a psychological part of me that's more solid, calm, wise, resilient. And I've noticed over the last few years, even amongst the pandemic, that my circumstances can actually be incredibly challenging sometimes. And yet there can be a bit of me that just just realizes I'm okay, that just has that kind of quiet inner voice that I'm going to get through this, I'm going to be all right. And, you know, don't get me wrong, circumstances really push us to our limits sometimes. And and we can face horrible, tough and complex problems in and out of school that affect our capacity to deal with the, the stuff in front of us. But I really do believe that in every one of us, there is a, a deeper, stronger, wiser, part of us, identity in us that that has the ability to navigate through every tough bit of life. And where this relates to your work and education is sometimes it can feel like you need to have the whole year panned out in front of you, that you've got to control every aspect of, of your job and the future and your career prospects. And what I've learned over the years, um, about 15 years into education now, is that What's really helpful sometimes when you're feeling all those feelings of overwhelm is to just step back and say, maybe I don't need to know the path to everything. Maybe I don't need the full uh, year or my full career mapped out in front of me and know the answers to every problem. Maybe it's enough at the moment just to know that next step, that next thing that I need to do. And you know what? Sometimes that next step is, do you know, I need to go and have a chat to my head teacher about something. Sometimes that next step is, I need to reach out to a friend. Sometimes that next step is I've got to prioritize my health more. Sometimes that next step is I don't need to do anything at all other than slob on the sofa and chill. So I'm sharing this message at this time of year because as we head towards Christmas, we all become busier, very often more frantic, very often more overwhelmed, tired, and those red lenses go on and the whole world can appear a lot more frightening and full on than it normally does. And... I want to say a couple of things, which is one, remember that's okay, that's fine, and that's understandable, and we all do it. And I think I've done it every year since I've started teaching. Two, we will come through that tricky time and things will look brighter and happier. And three, remember there's a bit of you that is solid and resilient and will navigate through all challenges and problems, however overwhelming they they feel. Never be scared to reach out and to admit you're struggling and to need that little bit of support from other people because we're all in that boat. We're all vulnerable, whether you're a teacher, a TA, a leader in education, it can feel very lonely. And there's people out there, either in your schools or in your friendship groups or outside of the world of education or online who are willing to be that listening ear and support you if you're finding things hard. So this was just a quick one, a little reflection about, I suppose, well-being and moods and that often overwhelming feeling we get about this time of year and just have that trust that we're going to come through that and there's lots of positive and bright times ahead the dynamic deputies